0: This program is made possible by the giving of the God-Called Partners of Renner Ministries. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick.
1: Friends, this is Rick Renner, and today I'm at the Pushkin Museum of Fine Arts, downtown Moscow, Russia and I'm standing in front of a 13th century French sculptor of one of the apostles. This particular one is unnamed, but you can see by the medallion that he is carrying, he's quite a dignitary, which leads me to the meaning of the word apostle. Do you know what the word apostle really means? The Greek word apostolos, is used more than 80 times in the New Testament and its basic form, apostolo, is used 132 times in the New Testament and 700 times in the Old Testament, which means there's a lot of places for us to study this word apostolos and apostolo. But not only that, if you study early Greek writers, you find that Thucydides, Euripides, Herodotus, Plutarch, Aristotle, Plato, they all used the word apostolos, the word apostle. And guess how they used it? They used it to describe the admiral of a fleet of ships. That's right, an admiral who with his apostolic crew set out for territory that had never been civilized. And once they disembarked into that new territory, they begin to construct life as they believe life should be. And that is the background to the word apostolos, which means an apostle is one who works with an apostolic crew, sails out to territory where the church has never been established before, and begins to replicate the life, the language of the church. The apostle, in a very true sense, is an admiral. And that's what I'm going to show you in today's program. But first, I want you to watch this. God sends apostles and prophets to his church as messengers with special insight and revelation. So, why is there so much controversy, error, and abuse concerning these ministry gifts? In Rick Renner's foundational new book, Apostles and Prophets, Rick reveals how these responsibilities in the church must operate and teaches you how to define and identify correct and false teaching. It is really imperative that we understand the vision for the church as it's laid out in the New Testament and that we understand the roles of prophets and apostles and how they are to function in the church in these last days. This beautifully bound 750 page book is the definitive study available on Apostles and Prophets. Through its detailed information and illustration, Apostles and Prophets allows you to explore and imagine what it was like in the early church. Call now to get Apostles and Prophets for just $30 or go to renner.org. Don't miss this special offer. Welcome to today's program. This is Rick Renner. And my friends, I'm glad you're with me today. And I want to encourage you to order Apostles and Prophets. The subtitle says their roles in the past, in the present and in the last days church. And it's kind of funny because when I began to write this book, I said to my wife, Denise, you know, I think this will probably be a relatively small book. Well, look at it. Does it look small to you? it's more than 750 pages. When I begin to really dive deep into this subject, I was amazed at how much material there is about apostles and prophets and I was likewise amazed by how people today are misusing and abusing the terms apostle and prophet. And my friends, when we misuse terms, we really make a mess of things. In fact, on Monday, we saw what happens when you've got bad bad theology and a misuse of terms. It just makes a mess for everyone. Yesterday, we saw who is not an apostle. It's important that we understand who is not an apostle. In today's program and the next two programs, we're going to see what does the word apostle really mean. Do you know what the word apostle means? I bet you don't really know. You may have an idea, but in today's program, in the next two programs, we're going to really dive deep into the historical roots for the word apostle, how it was used before the New Testament, and how it was used particularly during the time of the New Testament, and how the word apostle should be used today. But hey, please order your copy of Apostles and Prophets. And we're also offering you the series by the same title, Apostles and Prophets, Their Roles in the Past, Present, and Last Days Church. And of course, It comes with a study guide. I love my study guides because we put so much work into these study guides and we do it for you. We want to set a whole banquet on the table in front of you so you can read all the information while you're seeing it or listening to it. When you read it and hear it and see it at the same time, it really gets the teaching down deep inside you. So we want you to have both. But order all these things by going online or by giving us a call. And my friend, when you reach out to us, would you please Let us know how to pray for you. You know that we're pretty serious about praying for you. And when you reach out to us, you're going to find people that are waiting to take your call or to receive your email. And the moment we hear from you, we're going to pray. And I'm going to tell you, Our partner care ministry is a place where miracles occur every day. And if you need a miracle, reach out to us and God's miraculous power will be released in your life as we begin to pray with you. But hey, today I'm going to return to my book and I'm teaching from apostles and prophets. And today we're going to begin studying the historical meaning of the word apostle. And I think you're going to be quite surprised. So let's journey back in time to see where the word apostle came from and what it meant to those in the New Testament who heard that word apostle. And God, by going backward in time to look at the various usages and nuances of this word, you're going to learn how the word apostle was used. Listen, because this is important, how the word apostle was used before And during the time of the New Testament, and how it applied to the ministry of authentic Christ given apostles, then, and how it still applies to real apostles today but let's begin with the word translated apostle in the new testament it is the greek word apostolos it's an old word that is a compound of two greek words the first is the preposition apo and the second part of the word is the word stello but when the preposition apo and the word stello are compounded they really present a very powerful picture the preposition apo means o away, and the word "stello" means to send. And when these two words are compounded, it forms the word apostolos, which is the word apostle in the New Testament. And in its simplest meaning, it depicts one who is sent away. But that is so insufficient. What does that mean? So an apostle is one that is sent away. So we have to dig a little deeper. This Greek word apostolos appears more than 80 times in the New Testament, 80 times. But the root of the word apostolos, which is the word apostello, is used more than 132 times in the New Testament and more than 700 times in the Old Testament Greek Septuagint. You say, Rick, why is it important to know these numbers? Because when a word is used that many times, it's very easy to establish the meaning of that word. But before we dive into the word apostolos as it is used in the New Testament, first, I want us to go before the New Testament to see how various writers in the ancient Greek world used the word apostle or the Greek word apostolos. The word apostolos is such a notable Greek word that we have to understand how legendary Greek writers use this word because they set the stage for how it would be used in the New Testament. So listen to this. The Greek playwright Euripides and the historian Thucydides used the word apostolos to describe important packages that were sent. Important packages that were sent special packages sent by powerful people that contained powerful and important contents. The Greek philosopher Aristotle used the word apostolos to picture the seeing off or sending away of important individuals. The Greek historian Herodotus used the word apostolos to describe a high-powered ambassador who had been sent to represent a government or a king. The Greek pagan priest, historian, philosopher, magistrate, and ambassador Plutarch used this word apostolos to depict the sending away of a trade ship filled with cargo. Mm. The Greek philosopher Plato and the historian Polybius used this word apostolos to depict a large ship that was fully loaded with cargo and a specialized crew to accompany an admiral who was venturing into new territory to construct a new community? And the philosopher and speechwriter Lucian, along with the historian Lucius and Demosthenes and Plutarch, all use this word apostolos to depict a fully equipped large fleet that was sent on an expedition to a new territory. Now, all of that. It's how the word apostle, the Greek word apostolos, was used before the New Testament. And as it is used in the New Testament, the word apostle or the Greek word apostolos depicts individuals who were appointed empowered, invested with authority, either by the leadership of the church or by the Lord himself. And then they were dispatched to represent leadership to do some kind of special work. And as used by the church in early New Testament times, the word apostle was only used, are you hearing me? It was only used to depict individuals who were dispatched either by the church or by Christ himself to establish the church in places where it had not previously ever existed. So an apostle, the Greek word apostolos, categorically had no other application in New Testament times. And the word apostle never, never, never refers to one who is self-appointed They're rather to one who was selected, empowered, invested with authority, and dispatched by a special task, to do a special task by a sending agency. This is very important. And the word apostolos as used before the New Testament was primarily a maritime word, and this has great significance on how it is used in the New Testament. Listen to this. Long before the word apostolos was ever used in the New Testament, it was very connected to seafaring. Plato and Polybius used this word apostle, the Greek word apostolos, to depict a huge ship, that was fully loaded with cargo and a specialized crew to accompany an admiral, an admiral who was venturing into new territory. Other Greek writers use this word to depict a fully equipped large fleet that was sent on an expedition into a new territory. Plutarch also used it to depict the sending away of a ship filled with Cargo, And from this very well-established usage of the Greek word apostolos, which is translated as the word apostle, it can clearly be seen that this was a navigational term or a maritime word used to depict, now listen to me because you're about to get a revelation, the admiral of a fleet of ships. The admiral in Greek was called the apostolos or the apostle. That word apostle described the admiral of a fleet of ships, but it also described the fleet of ships that traveled with him. It also described the specialized crew who accompanied and assisted the admiral as he sailed to locate territories where civilization was non-existent and then construct a replica of their own life language and culture there. It also described the supplies and cargo that was needed to sustain the crew and to establish civilization where it was non-existent. So the ancient word apostolos, which is where we get the word apostle, was used in a maritime sense to picture a highly powered admiral and his specialized crew who were sent off with all the cargo and belongings needed to sustain them and to establish a civilization where it had been non-existent. Wow. That admiral, called the Apostle, along with his specialized crew, set sail to virgin lands where they disembarked and settled down to establish life as they believed it should be. And once they disembarked, the admiral who was called the Apostle or Apostolos, then became the on-site leader who led the entire crew as they established and constructed a new community that had never existed before. In other words, this means they were colonists. Colonists. Wow. These specially trained colonists dispatched under the leadership of their admiral, who in Greek was called Apostolos, the Apostle, were sent to spread their culture and influence across the world and because of the bravery needed to colonize a new region. Colonists like these were considered to be heroes, but to fulfill their task of colonizing a new territory, an apostolos, an apostle, or the word admiral, admirals, needed in their fleets, associates, assistants, Secretaries and all the resources needed to carry out their assignments to colonize the new territory. So, when the admiral, that is the Apostolus or the Apostle, disembarked from his fleet of ships to walk down the plank into a new region, he didn't walk onto the new site by himself but with other team members as a part of his Apostolic crew. And due to the nature of the Apostolics, the Apostle or the admiral's assignment, it was impossible for him to travel alone or to attempt to do the job by himself. Therefore, he had to travel with an apostolic crew. Again, we see that this was a man who was the admiral. But once he landed on site, he became the on site leader with a team who began to construct a brand new colony, a brand new civilization where it had never existed before. He had to think as a team leader. He had to depend on his fellow team members and associates to help him in constructing that new colony. But on land, again, the Admiral or the Apostolos, Along with his apostolic team, immediately surveyed the new location to identify challenges, difficulties, and whatever advantages they could find there. And once this first step concluded, they began the difficult process of transforming a strange land. It required commitment to the task, endurance to withstand opposition and stamina to brave the obstacles as they begin the process of replicating life as they believed it should be. And their purpose was total, total colonization. That is amazing. That is just amazing. Wow. Exactly how long the admiral and his team remained in one location depended on the challenges that arose with each new location some regions were easier to colonize. Others were harder. But the admiral, who was called the apostolus, the Apostle, did not move to the next location with his team until the process of colonization was underway. But when the new region was settled and the process of colonization was substantially underway, the admiral, along with his specialized crew, reboarded the ship to set sail to do it again in another brand-new place. Do you see how all of this has to do with the ministry of a New Testament apostle? If we stopped right here and went no further, we would already understand how the meaning of this Greek word apostolos, the word apostle, affected the understanding of people in the New Testament to early New Testament ears. And apostolos, Or an apostle was a high-powered individual dispatched either by the Lord or by the church to launch out with a team into virgin territory where the gospel had never been preached and to establish the church where it had never existed before. And this explains why. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 16, Paul boasted that his apostolic focus had been in regions beyond where no one had ever worked before. That's where apostles work. With his apostolic team that traveled with him, he ventured into untouched areas. And when they arrived, they disembarked into the region to preach the gospel, drive back darkness, press forward to spiritually colonize a once dark region until the culture and life of the church was established where it had never been established before. And when you read the book of Acts, you find that even though Paul was an apostle, a great legendary apostle. He never traveled alone. The book of Acts shows us he always traveled with what? An apostolic crew. They were setting sail into virgin territory. In fact, when you read Acts 13, 13, it says Paul traveled with his own company. And when you read the book of Acts, you find that he traveled with such members as Barnabas, Silas, John Mark, Timothy, Erastus, Sopater, Aristarchus, Secundus, Gaius, Timothy, Aquila, and Priscilla, Tychicus, Trophimus, and Luke. Though Paul was mightily anointed as the admiral, the apostolos, he was the apostle. He could not do the task alone and needed the side-by-side participation of others who were part of his apostolic crew. And it's true with historic admirals before the time of the New Testament. The length of time that Paul and his crew spent in every location depended on the difficulty of the task. If you read the book of Acts, they stayed in some places shorter periods of time. They stayed in other places longer periods of time. It depended on what was needed to colonize a new territory with the gospel and with the church. So now we find that one of the earliest usages of the word apostolos, or the word apostle in all of history was that of an admiral, his fleet of ships that traveled with him and the specialized crew who accompanied him as he sailed into open seas to locate territories where civilization was non-existent so he could colonize them. That is to replicate the life, the language and the culture of the church there as it should be. Wow what a perfect description of a new testament apostle the apostles went where no one had ever been and they always traveled with an apostolic crew setting sail to new territories where they would colonize the church and replicate the life and the language and the culture of the church now that alone gives us new insight to the word apostle, but we're just getting started because there is so much more. And when we come back tomorrow, we're going to find out that the word apostle, the Greek word apostolos was also used by legendary Greek writers to describe a package, a travel document, or a passport. And wow, this is really going to give you new insight to the meaning of the word apostle. I'll be back in just a moment and I'm going to pray for you.
0: These days, a lot of people are being called apostles or prophets. But are real apostles and prophets still alive, well, and operating in the body of Christ today? In this much-needed powerful series, Apostles and Prophets, Rick Renner covers what an apostle is and what an apostle is not. What are the signs of a true apostle? Why would anyone claim to be an apostle if he wasn't an apostle? What does the word prophet really mean? What do we know about how real prophets do and do not operate? What about false prophets? This 15-part series is a available in digital or physical formats, starting at just $24. And right now, we urge you to get Rick's new book, Apostles and Prophets, Their Roles in the Past, the Present, and the Last Days, with over 700 pages of information to help fortify a solid foundation underneath your life for the special introductory price of $30. Joseph Z, founder of Z Ministries and best-selling author, says, armed with his Bible, historical examples, and decades of tenured experience, Rick has produced a scholarly masterpiece that will right-size the mania, purge the dysfunction, confront willful ignorance, and cause celebration among the lovers of the Word of God. And Flashpoint host Gene Bailey says, this is not a stuffy manual on how to be an apostle or prophet. You will want to keep this book nearby the next time a question arises on the subject of apostles and prophets. Don't miss this exciting offer, the 15-part series, Apostles and Prophets, and the insightful and penetrating book, Apostles and Prophets. Call the number on your screen or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.
1: to make an impact in somebody else's life right from where you are. So thank you for praying about being a part of our giving team. And the moment you join, I want you to really expect the power of God to show up in your life. I am so glad you've joined me for today's program, which has just been packed. And we're just getting started looking at the meaning of the word apostle. That word is filled with so much meaning, and we need to understand what the word apostle really means. Today, people are calling themselves apostles, and they don't even know what the word means. This is a very important term. And that's why I want you to have the whole series, which is called Apostles and Prophets, The Roles in the Past, Present, and Last Days Church, and it comes with a wonderful study guide so you can read it while you're seeing it or hearing it. And my friends, I really want you to get the book, which is called Apostles and Prophets, Their Roles in the Past, the Present, and the Last Days. This is going to be the go-to book on this subject. And if you really want to have a strong foundation about what the Bible says about Apostles and Prophets, then this book is not optional. You need to have this book in your personal library. I realize it's a very substantial book. Believe me, I know what I wrote it. But when I began to write this book, I found so much material that we need to understand about the ministry of apostles and prophets. And I want you to have this book. You can order all these things by going online or by giving us a call right now. And when you reach out to us, let us know how to pray for you. And Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that the word of God brings clarity on every subject. And we ask you to give us clarity on the subject of apostles and prophets and especially their role in the end time church. In Jesus name, amen. Hey, I'll see you tomorrow. But remember Ecclesiastes 8:4, where the word of a king is, there is power. Hey friends, we're coming to an area near you and we want to invite you to come to one of our meetings. Sunday, February 5th, we're going to Church for All Nations in Colorado Springs and we will be with pastors Mark and Linda Coward. Then on Sunday, February 12th, we're going to be at Legacy Church with Pastor Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons in Green Mountain Falls, Colorado. Then on Thursday, February 16th, Denise is having a women's meeting at the Stony Creek Hotel in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. On Saturday and Sunday, February 18th and 19th, we're going to be at the Living Word Christian Center with Pastor Mac Hammond in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. And on Sunday, February 26th, we're going to be at Faith Family Church with Pastors Michael and Vicki Bang in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. But please go to our website to affirm all these times and all these dates, and we look forward to seeing you there.